I'm sure you were uh, all glued to the screen on Saturday night when uh, off into overtime we go, and then the rest is history as the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, I think for the first time in like 500 years, have made it to the next round of, uh, of the playoffs. Funny, I mean, I was in the middle of a chat with somebody when this was uh, all going. I was like, oh, my goodness, they won. I can't believe that. We were sort of like one eye looking, one eye not. You know what I mean? Uh, but as uh, as you can tell by the excitement, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are moving on and, of course, taking on the Florida Panthers, which when you think about it, there's a lot of Canadians, a lot of people that snowbird down in uh, in Florida. So if you're one of those people that do that and you probably come back this time of the year, you might be thinking, wow, maybe I'm going to stay down an extra couple of weeks and see where this goes with the Leafs and the playoff run and, and Panthers. We can never get tickets here. More uh, of a chance of that down there. Well, hold on. Until, of course, they decide to stop Canadians from buying tickets. Is this going to happen? Let's bring in Moshe Lander, senior economist, lecturer at Concordia University, uh, University, and is with us now. Moshe, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Hello. What are your thoughts when you're hearing that uh, it looks like the Florida Panthers might try to keep uh, some Canadians out of the rink this year? You know, this is an increasing trend that we're seeing uh, in a, a lot of professional sports, and it's not just to keep Canadians out. It's to keep the opposing fans out, uh, especially when you're worried that you might be outnumbered. So I, I wasn't surprised to see it. Uh, it's taken one of two ways. Some people either just shrug it off and say, eh, whatever. Uh, and some people say it's a, you know, it's a bit of an amateur move here. Uh, of course, the Panthers don't exactly have the greatest of hockey histories, uh, and they would be outnumbered in their own building. So I, I can understand why they're doing it. Can they get away with the excuse? No, what we're doing here is we're just holding tickets, so we make sure we've got the hometown fans. We'll be rewarded with them. Yeah, they're they're completely doing that. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing illegal with what they're doing. They do have the right to refuse entry to anybody that they want. And so effectively, they're just going to check to see what's the uh, what's the address that's connected to your visa card when you try and buy tickets. And they're going to say if it's not, you know, part of the 305, uh, then you're not coming. Uh, there's lots of ways around it. Of course, you can buy on secondary markets or you could uh, contact a relative that's down in Miami and ask them to buy on your behalf. But uh, you know, again, it, it's all in, in gamesmanship, and I, I don't think that it's, it's anything more than uh, just making sure that if the Leafs score, uh, it's not going to drown out everybody else in the building. Kind of like when you go to Ottawa and see a Leafs game there. Um, so what about the snowbirds that go down there every year and probably support that team, perhaps maybe more than Floridians do? Uh, is this not, you know, cutting off your, uh, you know, a, a good segment of, of the population that supports the team when it's not the playoffs? Yeah, it, there is the risk that it can backfire and there is the risk that the place could end up partially uh, less than capacity. Uh, you know, I would assume that the Panthers know what they're doing and they're not just implementing this willy-nilly. So they've probably got some indication as to how, how much buzz they're going to have. Remember that the Heat are down there as well uh, and they're playing in their conference semifinals and that's going to be a hard ticket to get your hands on. So it's possible that all they're hoping for is that the spillover from the Heat will offset the loss of the, the snowbirds that would want to come see whether it's the Panthers or the Leafs. So do you think this will do much to improve ticket sales for the Florida Panthers over time? Over time? No, I, I think winning improves ticket sales over time. And especially mm. in Miami, that, that is a, a market that if you have a winner, they back you. And if you don't have a winner, uh, there's about 100 better things to do down on South Beach. 
than going to any sort of sporting event. So it, it's winning will cure all ills. Um, if they find a quick exit, especially after last year where they were the best team in the league and they found an early way out, uh, this is where the fans just shrug and say, well, then wake me up when we get to the Stanley Cup final and we can throw the wrath. Mm. <laughs> How uh, do you think they'll be able to enforce this? I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, it's a mail order thing. And, and if you, you've got uh, an address that's outside of the uh, Florida uh, uh, catchment area or area code, as you put it, then those tickets just don't go out. I mean, is that how they're going to try to do this? Yeah, they'll, they'll put a restriction based on, you know, what, what's attached to your visa card. So there's lots of ways around it. They might try and rough you up a little bit. You know, somebody shows up in a Leafs jersey, and they might try and tell you, you know, take it off. It's the old Elaine Bennis wearing the Orioles hat at a Yankees game, right? Um, but I, I don't know that at the end of the day that they're going to be able to start, you know, throwing people out because they cheer if the Leafs score. So uh, it, it's probably more optics and cosmetic, and it's probably more to try and sell to their Miami fan base that this is why you want to come mm-hmm. out. Um, I know going for years to Sabres games, it was always frustrating because the Leafs fans would come out in huge numbers. It was a game that I'd rather just avoid because yeah. I don't want to be outnumbered in my own building. So, I, I, again, I, I think there's an optics element here that they're not really going to be able to enforce it all that strictly. Uh, again, we saw this in Ottawa. Um, I remember living there for a period of time, and whenever the Leafs were in town, obviously it was a big night. But there were, t- in many cases, half the place was in blue and white, and half of it was in in red and white. And I remember the uh, the mayor of Ottawa at the time kind of, you know, slamming people for doing that and such. And then it kind of backfired and, and left a uh, a bad taste. The fact that this is two different countries, completely different scenario. Yeah, I don't know that, you know, I guess, you know, Trump's not in the White House, so we can't turn this into an international incident. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think that there's any real um, damage that's done here. I think as long as people keep their mouth shut and don't weigh into, you know, social commentary on whether this is appropriate or inappropriate or we're going to bring a lawsuit. And yeah, I think as long as we understand that it's gamesmanship and, and that's about it. it, it's that, you know, the Panthers are trying to make sure that they truly have a home ice advantage for uh, the two, three games that they have. And, uh, you know, uh, if Toronto doesn't like it, then they can they can come up with their own promotion to try and you know, mm. keep the Panthers fans out or, or do something that makes fun of, uh, of, of Florida taking that sort of stance. Moshe Lander with, her, uh, with us, senior economist, lecturer at Concordia University, talking about the Maple Leafs and the Florida Panthers. Uh, but Florida doesn't want you down there and trying to restrict tickets just to those that are in the hometown. There you go. It's all part of the fun. Moshe, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. You got it. Go, Cast, go. There you go. Oh! <laughs>